I would like to briefly revisit the context in which we are discussing girls and women's education today. We have certainly come far in our progress in girls and women's education. The international community made a collective commitment to achieve education for all in 1990 with the Jomtien Declaration and then renewed that commitment in the year 2000 with the Dakar Framework for Action for EFA. Since then, significant progress has been made across the world in access to basic education, with many countries today reaching universal primary education where girls and boys are equally enrolled. However, this progress has been stalling since 2008. According to the latest data released by UNESCO Institute for Statistics just two weeks ago, the current pace of progress is too slow to reach the goals of EFA by 2015, which includes the target of achieving gender parity at both primary and secondary level, and ultimately achieving gender equality in education at all levels of education. Most worrying is the fact that girls still make up more than half of the 57 million out-of-school children at primary age group and of the 69 million adolescents who are not in lower secondary education. This is in addition to the 774 million adult illiterates, of which two-thirds are female, which is a proportion that has not changed over 20 years. So despite important progress made, millions of girls and women are still deprived of opportunities for learning, which means that their right to education, a basic human right, is being violated. Unfortunately, discrimination against girls and women is prevalent in most societies around the world. Their unequal access to and performance in education are both a cause and a result of this discrimination. Girls and women are subject to multiple layers of disadvantages formed by poverty, cultural attitudes and expectations, social norms, ethnicities, and geographical location, all of which directly or indirectly affect their chances of learning opportunities. For example, inequalities in access to educa secondary education are especially prominent for girls from low-income and impoverished families and those living in isolated rural areas. Here in this chart, as she shows, you will see how poverty and rural location can severely disadvantage girls in Ethiopia with much more than boys with similar characteristics. So when countries are trying to accelerate progress towards achieving not only the EFA goals, but also the various developmental goals by 2015, what will be the implications for countries and for the world at large of leaving girls and women behind in education, especially beyond primary education? We should also not forget that education is a fundamental human right and gender equality is essential to fully realizing this human right and also other political, economic, and social cultural rights. For UNESCO, the efforts to promote girls' and women's education with a broader goal of gender equality is thus inextricably linked to our effort to promote the right to education for all, with deadlines approaching for both the EFA goals and the MDGs, there is an urgent need to accelerate progress at all levels of education for girls and women and to make sure that gender equality and respect for the basic human rights of girls and women remain at the core of the post-2015 agenda. UNESCO therefore launched the Global Partnership for Girls and Women's Education on 26th of May last year, announced by the Director General herself, with the participation of the former Secretary of State of the United States of America, Mrs. Hillary Clinton. 
The Global Partnership aims to raise awareness and to bridge policy and financial gaps through collaborative and collective solutions in partnership with non-traditional actors and to accelerate access to education and learning opportunities for adolescent girls and women. The Global Partnership gives particular focus on secondary education for adolescent girls and women's literacies, as these have been two areas of education that have been relatively neglected for years. An important strategy in our effort to promote girls' and women's education is to ensure that the three dimensions of gender equality are also addressed, namely gender equality to education in terms of access, gender equality in education, which means the process of education, and gender equality through education, which is about the outcomes of education. Since the launch of the Global Partnership, we have produced two flagship publications, the first being the World Atlas on Gender Equality, which is a statistical overview on the status and trends of gender equality in education. This publication is now available online at an interactive database on the UIS website. The second flagship publication is the Advocacy Report from Access to Equality, which aims to raise awareness on the importance of increasing investment in girls' and women's education, with concrete examples of innovative ways to tackle obstacles to both access and equality in girls' and women's education. Partnerships with several private sectors have been formed to support new and ongoing projects at the country levels, empowering adolescent girls through education and scaling up women's literacy. For example, an innovative project to address girls' dropout in lower secondary education in Ethiopia and Tanzania with the support of Packard Foundation. One of the pioneering projects on the use of mobile technology for providing literacy programs for women in Pakistan. A gender-sensitive teacher training program in Lesotho and Kenya, supported by the GEMS Foundation. And of course, a literacy project supported by Procter & Gamble in Senegal, which is already reporting great success over in just two years since its launch. So, since the launch of the Global Partnership for Girls and Women's Education, the partnership has further expanded as challenges to girls and women's education continue to evolve in the light of the rapidly changing world. Last year, in 2012, a new partnership was formed with the government of Pakistan to support the right to education of girls in solidarity with Malala Yousafzai, who I'm sure you're all familiar with now for her courage and commitment to realizing the right, right of education of girls around the world. We are happy to see the increasing attention now given by our member states to the cause of girls and women's education and gender equality. And we believe this is happening because our member states are realizing and convinced that investing in girls and women's education is clearly a winning equation. A girl with education will bring about a better life and a better future for all. Thank you very much for your attention.